Well, today, folks, uh, we're not doing the power of prayer. We're, we're, we're talking about a war, a war, doing a sermon series called The War Within. I'm going to tell you, folks, if you didn't know by now, it's a war going on. This war is greater than any other war you ever came in contact with. This war is greater than World War I, World War II. This war is even greater than Vietnam. This war is greater than all the wars combined. This war have a death total of a billion and counting. This war, oh man, it's not like no other war. This is a never-ending feel-like war. In those days, that, in those wars, a lot of people shed blood for our freedom. A lot of soldiers, a lot of folks. But even in that blood that was shed, we didn't reach our true freedom. We were free from the oppressors, but we wasn't really truly free. Because truly freedom comes from within. It only comes from the blood of Jesus Christ. See, his blood was enough to set us free. See, the war within, folks, is the battle that we face. The war within, folks, is the strongest one that we'll ever face. It's greater than anything that you may have came in contact with because it's on the inside. The war within is in the four corners of our own mind. It's a war going on in your mind. But I'm here today to tell you and serve notice to you. You have been set free. In the book of Romans, Romans chapter 6, before I get into this, it was talking about, it said in the previous chapter, it said that uh, shall we continue uh, when sin increased, grace increased all the more. What grace is, grace is unconditional love. That means that God has given us unconditional love, unmerited favor. That means we didn't have to work for anything. He, but then he asked this following question. Then he said, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means were those we who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? I hear today to tell you, Pelly Crossing, you have been set free. He basically saying, look, if sin increased, grace increased all the more. You hear folks that say this, well, God knows my heart. He knows what I have done. See, grace ain't a license to keep on sinning. Grace is a license to lead to righteousness and holiness and internal life. He said, I'm going to love you unconditionally. That's what he's saying, what Jesus have done for us. He said, I'm going to love you unconditional. He said, we are those who have died to this. What we have to come to know in the mind that we face, in the war that we face, we have to come to the knowledge and the truth of the gospel to know who we are in Christ Jesus our Lord, knowing that we have died to this thing. He said, how can we live in it any longer? In verse 3, he says, or don't you know that all of us who were 
baptized in Christ Jesus was also were baptized into his death. I look at the word know. The word know means knowledge. Don't you know? If you don't know, let me tell you today, you have been baptized. For those who have believed in Jesus Christ have been baptized. You have been set free from the grasp of sin, death. And you know, listen, we sang a song, death, where is your sting? Because the victory has already been won on the cross. He said, don't you know? See, that's what we have to understand today as believers, as Christians, that we have to know this in our minds because that's where the battle is. That's where the war is. And I have to know this. I have to know who I am because when I'm faced with a battle, if I don't know who I am, I'm more likely going to lose that battle because I need to know who I am and what Jesus Christ has done for me. Hallelujah. He said, listen, we were, verse 4, were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death in order that just as Jesus, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. That's a whole lot in a little bit of uh, text. He said, we therefore are buried with him through the baptism in his death. See, when Jesus, he didn't, when Jesus was crucified on the cross and they buried him in the tomb, he's saying that, look, that death, that old you that used to be, the things that you used to do have died with him. That sin that you have and that have entangled you was nailed to the cross and you were baptized in his death in order that Jesus Christ will be raised through the dead, through the glory of the Father. We too may live a new life. See, you see, listen, the death symbolizes this. We was once in sin. We was once, we were once doing the things that was contrary to God. We was once in fornication. We was once in pornography. We were once in these things. And then he said, listen, I died for that. I nailed it to the cross. And now you, you too have the ability to live a new life. You have the ability to live a new life. You see, what, what we, the first thing that we have to understand about this war, we already been set free. And if you can't understand that we've been set free, and if you can't understand that we have set free, you don't have the knowledge in the mind that, that says that Jesus has set me free when you face things. Those things seems like a will overtake you because you don't have that knowledge. You don't believe that what he has done for you, how much his blood has shed, how much his blood has washed you and made you clean and righteousness. And that righteousness means the right standing with God. I've been made right. I was once wrong, but now I have been made right with him. It's a war going on in your mind. There's a war within. You can have a new life. He has given us a new life. In verse 5, he's going to explain it if you didn't get it. In verse 4, he said, for if we have been united with him in a death like his, he will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. I get excited about that. Because when I think about the goodness of Jesus, I think about the resurrection and what he had done. See, he died. See, they thought he was dead. And they thought that he was done for. And all the critics were like, yes, we finally killed Jesus. And Satan was having him a good old dance. I finally did it. And then on the third day, he rose. 
Ghost with all power in his hand. And he said, listen, you will be united with him, resurrection like here, so we will rise in newness of the spirit and walk like Christ supposed to walk, like Christ walked. We will be just like this. This is what we have to understand, folks. This is what we have to understand about this war within. If I poll the room right now, I guarantee you 70% of this room struggle with depression or anxiety. You put a smile on your face, but in the inside, you're hurting in the war. Bombs going off in your mind, and you don't know what to do. But I'm telling you, you are set free because the Word of God has spoken. And Jesus Christ, if you don't know about the Word of God, know about the cross. The cross he had already died for when he said it was finished. It was finished. What we have to do now is come to the knowledge of that truth because the war is here. Have you, ever told, have you ever seen your hand tell you to do something? Did your hand just say, hey, hand, hand say, hand say to the mind, hey, mind, I want you to go over there and grab the, this, 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 these drugs. I, I want you to go over there and type in this pornography website. I, I, hey, mind, I want you to know. It's the mind that tells everything else what to do. So if the battle is here, that's where we must learn how to fight is here. And knowing the truth and the knowledge of Jesus Christ will help us go through this and knowing who we are. Don't you know that we are overcomers? Don't you know that I can do, you can do all things through Christ who strengthen you? Don't you know no weapon can form against us shall be able to prosper? Don't you know that you're a child of the Most High King and nothing can Stop you is here that the battle that you face. And it's here where you gotta have that knowledge when you're faced with trials, when you're faced with tribulation, when you feel like you're lost, when you feel like you're down, is there no way out? And you're battling this daily thing. I'm telling you, you have been set free. Verse 6: For we know, notice he said no again. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin may be done away with it, that we should no longer be slaves to it, to sin. No longer. Notice in the text, because most of y'all thinking right now where it says that, but I still struggle. But he said might be done away with. That's a choice in the matter. The choice in the matter. You got to know first the truth of the gospel that it will set us free. But we know that our old self, that mean that old you. Let me tell you about myself. I ain't going to speak about y'all. Let me share. I don't mind telling about my old self because I've been made new now. I don't worry about that no more. See, the old me was a womanizer. The old me loved women. The old me was very hatred, very anger-driven. I had killing on my mind. I had, I'll consume in the start life. I'll consume in things that I shouldn't be consumed in. How I was consumed by pointing 
not of it. I was plagued by it. But see, one day I came to know about what Jesus had done for me. I was once in the dark one time, and I felt like I was going to lose my mind. And then I entered into the light. I entered into the knowledge of the old self. Old self, you have been crucified on the cross. Old self, I ain't like that no more. Old self, I don't look at women in lust for no more. Old self, I don't look at pornography, don't have the thought of it no more. Old self, I don't look at the anger that I used to be built up and ready to fight at the drop of the dime. Old self, don't carry weapons no more. Old self, don't do that no more because I've been crucified with him. So the body ruled by it. I don't know how I'm going to have to be in it. I might be done away with the sin might be done away with. We're no longer slaves to it no more, folks. It's a choice in the matter now. Well, well Lord, we was first before we came to know Christ, we would think about it. Go, let's, let's, let's take it back, okay? Some of us, God help us, you got to think way, way back, okay? Let's take it back. Take, take it back. Take, think about to, before you made before you fell in love with Christ, before Christ came into your heart, before Christ renewed you, before Christ made you new again, think about that time. Some of y'all ain't got to think that long. Think about that old self, that old person that you used to be and how God has made you new. We ain't slaves to sin. We ain't slaves to this war that's in our mind. We're not a slave to depression. We're not a slave to anxiety. We're not a slave to broken marriages and adultery. We're not a slave to lusting. We're not a slave to pornography. We're not a slave anymore. He has set you free. We have freedom in Jesus Christ. When you're free, you don't worry about what other folks say about you. When you're free, you ain't got to worry about what, oh, he said that I'm this, and they said this, and they scandalized my name. They said this, and they said that. It don't matter what they said about you. My mom used to tell me, it ain't no matter what they said about you. What's your answer to? I am a child of the Most High King. I was just on the court the other day because God allowed me to play basketball again. Hallelujah. I was on the court the other day, and he said, I got that N-word right there. I said, no, sir. I ain't in the N-word. I'm a child of the Most High King. It ain't about what you answer to. It's about knowing who you are. I've been crucified. I'm not the old person no more. I am. You are a child of the Most High King. And nothing can stand in your way because he said well, those who are born of God will overcome this world. Hallelujah. He has set us free. I remember talking to Steve one day, and it sat with me. Steve, who's going to his church, he said, his, his daddy used to say that Grandpa Dennis, who's the, who, 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 who uh, built this church and stuff like that, he said, he said, he used to say, save me from sin, self, and the devil. Save me from sin, self, and the devil. And that just resonated with me. 
that resonated with me, saved me from sin and self. And the devil, see God, Jesus, through the through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, died for our sins, so He saved us for that. But see, we have to save for ourselves. See, listen, we think that the devil is our worst enemy, but no, baby, it ain't the devil. It's the person that when you look in the mirror in the morning that stares back at you in the face. The war is within. But see, if you knew who you were, when the devil speaks, you don't even listen to it because you know what God has said about you. When people talk about you, you ain't got to worry about that because you know what God has said about you. He knows that God has set you free. I ain't got to worry. I know people say, Terrence, boy, you crazy. Man, I'll tell you, I don't care. I'm crazy in love with Jesus and I've been set free from you, myself, and all of the above. Set free, that's true freedom. That's true freedom. Why? Why worry about what man or woman say when man or woman ain't got a heaven or hell to put you in? Why worry about what they say? We ought to worry about what the word of God says. That he said, I have set you free, that you are more than a conqueror, that I will open up doors that no man can close. It is I that I serve. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way except through Jesus. He has set us. I'm going to keep saying set us free until you believe it. It's good because I'm doing a whole sermon series on it. Set free. We have freedom. Well, Terrence, I don't just don't feel free. What does the word of God say? So you're going to put your feelings in front of what the word of God says. You're going to put your own knowledge and strength above what the word of God says. I'd rather I on the side of belief that he said I am free than being held in bondage of my own mind. I'd rather I on the side that say, hey, I am free and I'm free indeed than be chained with pressure. I know it played this. And another poll, if I poll this church, at least 65% Struggle with pornography. You want to admit to it? I'm here today to tell you he died for all of that so you don't have to go back to it. You ain't got to go back. I refuse to go back. Refuse. Because I know what it's like to be free. I know what it's like to be free. I know what it's like to feel the love of Jesus Christ over me. So when I see, listen, you think this hate pastor saying things about sin and that he being this down. No, he loves you so much that he don't want you to act outside of what you have, what he have created you to be. He don't. He see you was not created to be in the world a, a war within your mind, a war with, with, within other folks. That you was not created to be in a war and sin. You were not created to be that way because remember Adam and Eve how he created them there was righteousness and holiness until they sinned and ate the fruit of the garden we was created all he's saying is brother sister know how much I love you know what I have done for you know how much blood was shed for you know how much sin I bear for you not just some of your sins how much did how much sin did Jesus die for come out and help me how how, how much? 
All of them, not just some of them, not just the ones that nobody don't know about, not just the ones that you've been hidden in the closet. He died for those two. He died for all of it. He covered it all. And all he's saying is saying, son, daughter, you don't have to walk in that way because I already paid the price for that. You don't have to walk this way again. I already died for that too. The one that you think I don't know about, I died for that one too. All you have to do is know who I am and carry it out and walk in the righteousness that I have created you to be. That's who we are. Hallelujah. Ah, I feel like preaching now. Here it is. He said, because anyone who has, hallelujah, you thought I was lying, I'm going to bring the scripture to you. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. We are free. It's the mind that holds us in bondage. I'm telling you, it's the mind that holds us in bondage. I remember seeing this Facebook meal. Let me show you something. And some of y'all might have seen it because I'll... Most everybody probably in here on Facebook, but it was a donkey, a donkey, uh, and he, 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 his, his, his chain was to a, a, a plastic chair. Y'all remember, have anybody seen that one? It was a donkey, a strong donkey tied to a plastic chair, and the donkey didn't even move because he thought that the bonnet that he, that he, that, that, that the bonnet that he was in caught him, he, he stabilized and caught him in chains, and he thought he couldn't move nowhere. But see, the, the donkey didn't know that he had already been set free. All he got to do is take one step, and the, the chair will flip over. See, you didn't know that. See, the donkey was tied to a chair. See, listen, you, you, you've been tied to some things that you don't even know that you've been set free from. One of the biggest things depression, one of the biggest things is anxiety, one of the biggest things is pornography, adultery, fornication, homosexuality, all these things are tied to a chair that all you, are, all you have to do is take some step forward and knowing of the truth of the gospel and it sets you free from something that you thought can hold you. That cannot hold you when God has empowered you through his Holy Spirit and said that you are an overcomer. So the church can't hold me. They can't hold me. They can't hold my mind. My mind, your mind belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. The battle, the war, it's not in the world. You see all this crazy stuff. People killing folks, folks going into jails, even going into, not jails, but going into schools and killing our children. Huh? You think the hand told the mind to do that? Or the mind told the hand to do that? The war within is here. And if we don't know the truth, that's why it's so important to share the truth of the gospel. Because those people need to be set free from themselves. Hallelujah. It's here that you struggle the most. Right here. All of us. At one time or another, they say, how you doing, man? I, well, I'm doing fine. And you give them all those 32 teeth or how many you got left. I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm fine. But you, you, you got your poker face on. Everything is good, man. I'm fine, man. This is a rough week, but I'm good. And you're not. You're not in the inside. You're, listen, in the inside, you're about to slow you from one. You're, you're, one thing happened again. You're, you're, you're this close. If something else happened again, I'm going to pop. Because of war in your mind. That's why it's so important that we talk about the mind. 
This is why it's so important. It said, the Bible said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will know and approve of what, it, what God will is for your life. You will know it here. So if we're not strengthening here and we're trying to strengthen outside of here, you're still going to be defeated. So you're strengthening the wrong part. The hand can't, the foot can't, the foot can't tell you to go into, go into the bar and, and drink till you're blue in the face. The feet don't tell you that. The mind does. We got to identify what the war is and who, and who, 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 who are we fighting the Bible also talks about we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against the principalities and the wicked places and high places. Yeah, that is true, but the, the greatest battle that we face is within ourselves because, listen, I ain't got to worry about the devil if I know who I am. I ain't got to worry about even rebuking him because God has already crushed him. It's knowing the truth, and the truth will set you. You can't know the truth, folks, with a closed Bible. You can't know the truth just by praying. The truth is in here. The Word of God said the truth will set you free, not folks. Not even your psychiatrist, not even your doctor, not even your, your woman, your man, your mama, your daddy. Ain't nobody can set you free from it. You, as a matter of fact, you don't talk to your husband about your problems. You don't talk to your girlfriend about your problems. Your homeboy, your best boy, and everything. And you still feel stuck. But I'm here today to tell you, to serve you notice. Come and know the knowledge of the truth that you have been set free. You believe in Jesus Christ. He said, if I do believe in him, you've been set free. He said, for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believe in him will have eternal life. Hallelujah. You believe in Jesus, right? Oh, I'm going to make sure I put my glasses on them. Let me ask you again. I'm going to make sure I... You believe in Jesus, right? Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. But see, when you believe it, it just don't stop there. And the next week, I'm telling you, we're going to dive into something that's going to be, I'm telling you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to tell us how to fight this battle within. See, listen, he, the war is already won, but see, you're still going to be tempted on every side. As we live in this world, we're still going to be tempted on every side. But see, he already won the war, but it come down to this. It come down to the torch of the matter. Which one you're going to obey? said, I already set you free. You got to know this. In verse 8, he said, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also lived with him. I'm about to lose it. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, that he cannot die again. Hallelujah. Okay. I know Romans a little bit hard to to comprehend sometimes, but I get a little excited. He said, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also what? He said, we... He said, I live with him. Who is this him we referring to? I live with who? I live, oh, man. They said, for we know, here go that know again. Know, knowledge. We know 
in our mind. Make up your mind today. I know that I've been set free. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. See, if Christ could die again, then something ain't right, right? If Christ could die again, then well, we have to question whether or not he's all-powerful, huh? But he had the ability to die and accept the death that he was tormented on the cross and then raised up with all power in his hand. He said he conquered sin in death at the same time. That's the God we serve. He said, death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died for sin once and for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. Death no, you know what? You know what? I, I get so excited about this, and I, I know who Jesus is, and I know what he has done for me. But see, it ain't just talking about him, and that's when I get excited because you say, oh, well, that's Jesus. He's all-powerful. He's God. He can do anything. That's right and true. But he did something for us, too. It just didn't talk about that because in the next verse, he tells us. In verse 11, it says, in the same way. In the what way? In the, not, not in similar ways. In the same way, he said. In the same way count yourself dead to sin but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desire. See we got to know that we've been washed and dipped and made clean. Washed in his blood. I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. Been set free from myself. Sin and death and Satan too. Satan can't harm you. He even said it in the Bible. See that's why we got to know the truth. The Bible says that those who are born of God, the evil one can't even harm them. Hallelujah. We give him too much credit because if we know this, he can't do nothing to us. Hallelujah. I get excited. See, North folks, they can't, they don't understand this. So uh, I, if you didn't understand it, I, I'm a visual learner. I'm a visual learner. Most folks are a visual learner, right? I, I get a little excited about this too. I'm telling you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it together. Most folks are a visual learner. So I'm going to help y'all out here. I'm going to help y'all out here to show you what Jesus have done uh, for us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all just stand right there. Y'all just stand right there. Stand right there and watch what Jesus have done for us. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a bucket of a bucket of blood. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In our mind. Oh, hallelujah. In our mind was once in darkness. I got a brain here. In my hand, it was once in darkness. And in a friend of the world. It was once in darkness. In a friend of the world covered. It was some spots that did good. But it wasn't your good wasn't good enough, that your mind was covered in darkness, that your mind been covered in everything that's in the world. But see, something, when you met Jesus, oh, Jesus, when you met Jesus and what his blood literally did for us, it began to wash, it began to wash, it began to continue to wash all that junk and black stuff off there. It continued to wash all day. Yes, Lord, 
I thank the Lord for this. And when you continue to wash in his blood, that God will supply all everything that you have. See, you got to understand that his blood was enough. And see, when the blood, see, if you can see the water, if you can see to water now, it was, it's now black. You see what I'm saying? That blackness represents that, that sin that he took from us. See, he listened. God said, the Bible said, he who knew no sin became sin for us. Hallelujah. But he said, listen, hallelujah. He said, listen, I'm going to continue to wash you and wash you so some of that paint come off and then I'm going to wash you some more. I'm going to wash you some more. I made you righteous. I made you holy in my sight. I'm going to continue to wash you and wash you in my blood. Wash you because you've been set free. Some of the paint is hard to get off because it's been ingrained in our mind. Some of the some of the pain that we have been going through, some of the battles that we have faced, some of the sin that have entangled us is ingrained in our mind. And so it's tough, you feel like, that you can't get out, that you can't make it through. But see, we serve a God that continues to wash you. He continues to mold you. He continues to move you into his image. He continues to wash you. Until at least now you got one side of the brain that's clean. You got one side of the brain that's clean, but see, the other side you're still struggling with. The other side you're still struggling with. So Jesus said, listen, if you allow me to just wash you, if you allow me to just cleanse you, if you allow me to just set you free, if you just know the truth of the gospel, and you will be set free. And then the other side begins to be clean. And then the other side begins to be washed. And what happens, folks? What happens, folks? It come out like this. It come out it was once in darkness. It was once separated. And then you put it back together again to be stayed on him. You see some black that's still in there. But see, he said, listen, I have the ability to keep on washing you when black stuff in your mind. I have the ability to keep washing you. And I'm telling you today that he has set you free. He has set your mind free from all the things. If you, if you receive it, I'm telling you, if you receive Receive it today, and you know that you've been set free. Get a lot of hand clap of praise. It is Jesus' blood that set us free.